Small Business Supply Co. is the hub for small business owners to connect and support one another while also being a one-stop shop for their small business supplies. They love the phrase community over competition, just like we do on the podcast, so they wanted to create a space to reflect that. Aside from their supportive small business community, they also have matching poly mailers, thank you cards, washi tape, stickers, envelopes, custom business cards, and more. Their designs are unique to them, and everything is created with an eco-friendly mindset. Yay! They also have a QR code in each package that will pull up their recycling page, giving you instructions on how to properly dispose of each item you receive. Each item was created with a small business owner in mind, meaning they sell in low, affordable quantities to maximize your profit margins. We all know the struggle of carrying armfuls of packages into the post office, but that is no more. They also sell giant tote bags, perfect for carrying your packages in, which means less trips to the car for you. Are you intrigued yet? Head over to their Instagram and TikTok at Small Business Supply Co. Smelled Small Business S P L Y Co. to shop all of their amazing products and follow their journey. Their business is truly a small business owner's dream. Cora B. Gallery has been making a name for herself in the South for her colorful and iconic portraits. Her pieces are all designed to not only show off the subject of the painting, but to also bring a beautiful and exciting piece of artwork into your home. Her new portrait series, Icons and Idols, showcases some of the most memorable faces in music. Each original portrait is hand-painted and designed to showcase their most iconic music and images. These paintings have the most famous faces in music, depicting everyone from Louis Armstrong and the Beatles to Billie Eilish and Beyonce. All of her portraits are also available in 8x8-inch art prints that make the perfect gift for the music lover in your life this Christmas. Use our code CYA15 at CoraBGallery.com for 15% off your first order. Again, that is code CYA15 at CoraBGallery.com for 15% off your first order. Hey guys, I'm Katie. And I'm Alexis, and this is the Check Your Aesthetic podcast. Hello, Katie. Hello. We just had an amazing interview for this episode. We did. But we, we chatted a lot. So the information that we have for you guys right now is that don't get too excited. Don't get too excited. But we're not going to blab at you today. <laughs> we are not going to subject gonna, you to that. We're not going to. And you know what? We just recorded yesterday. And you guys already know everything that's going on with us. And yes. I have nothing interesting to share with you guys. Um, but I will go ahead and intro our amazing guest. Um, so today we had Cora from Cora B. Gallery on the podcast. She is a studio artist. She paints portraits um, of celebrities and people that inspire her. So, you know, some of them are like, you know, pop stars. Some of them are um, mu- or pop stars and musicians. Is that the same thing? I don't know. Um, um I guess. <laughs> she has some, like, religious um, symbols or people. Um, royal and, people. Yeah, she has royals. She has my dog. She does not have my dog, but my dog is flipping out. <laughs> um, down. Down. Um, oh. Oh, jeez. Wow. She just unplugged my phone. I mean, my computer. She's been flipping out this whole time. Um, but, yeah, so she has all kinds of... Um, people that inspire her which is really awesome and you'll hear her talk more kind of about how she landed on that style but um this is our first I think physical artist um or painter that we've had on yes. the podcast so it's super exciting and um yeah to be completely honest this might be the shortest intro we've ever had Alexis I don't know if you have anything to add but I think we can just hop on in yeah let's let's do All it right. <laughs> let's get into it hey Cora we're so excited to have you on hi I feel like this has been a long time coming. Um, I am not sure if I said this in the intro because we haven't recorded it yet, but um, Cora is a friend of mine from home, so that's how we met. She went to a different high school than me, but we had a lot of mutual friends. Um, but yeah, I guess I guess to get us started, Cora, do you want to just tell us about you, your business, how you started it, all, all that good stuff? Hi, so yeah, I'm Cora from Cora B Gallery. Um, I'm a studio artist, I guess you would say, painter from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. So I went to not the same high school as Katie, but like she said, we had like mutual friends. Um, And I do portraits. Um, That's pretty much 90% of what I paint um, for my collections. And 
I do like portraits that are inspired by people who I find inspiring or just like stories and different types of things. And I use imagery that like usually a lot of natural stuff or a lot of really graphic stuff with like a lot of designs and like applique elements um, to create my paintings. And so it gives me a lot of information. Like every painting I do has a lot of stories behind why it looks the way it does and what colors I chose and what designs I chose. So um, it lets me have a lot of creativity in my artwork. Yeah, I love that. I've, I love all of your work. And if y'all are watching on YouTube, you can see behind Cora. It's all hung up. Looks awesome. Um, but yeah, so I think that something interesting, we've never really had like a, I guess, a studio artist or like a kind of a physical artist um, on the podcast. So I feel like something that's really important with that more than digital art is like establishing yourself locally so how did you go about establishing your business locally slash like what do you think is the importance of that yeah that's definitely a very different thing because I actually when I started I was just kind of doing art of anything I've done art since I was little um and so when I first started selling my artwork I was selling digital things like photographs of artwork that I had done making it into cards or prints, kind of just anything. And when I decided to take my business more seriously, um, I decided to really drop most of the digital part of my art um, because I really decided to focus in on what I was the best at and what I could do that no one else could. Um, And the things that really made my talent shine is kind of how I describe it. Like, I was doing a good job at doing digital stuff, but, you know, not that you have to, you know, compare yourself to others, but when you're deciding what you want to make your signature item or design style or anything, Mm -hmm. you kind of have to decide what you do that makes you special. And I had done um, a portrait of Mother Teresa that I just had decided was, like, the best thing I had ever done. And I had always liked drawing faces, but could never figure out a way that would be like a marketable product of like faces because that's not mm-hmm. usually something you want in your room or in your house. So I kind of couldn't figure out like random faces, how that would work. And um, so when I decided to take my business a lot more professionally, that was kind of where I landed with um, creating these like iconic figures kind of things or stories behind the faces, and um, which is really fun for me. And it kind of keeps me from having a blank page of I have no idea what I'll do. I get really inspired mm-hmm. by a certain idea or plan, I guess I would say, um, which hones me in on like what I'm going to paint. But I still do. I mean, I have my iPad. I use Procreate, I mean, almost mm-hmm. every day to create my sketches or to mock up like concept boards for clients. Mm-hmm. So it's still... Um, you can't just do one thing kind of thing, you know, like even as like a digital artist, you're going to want to create something physical and paintings and prints. And even if you're like a physical painter, you still need like all those um, project based things like Photoshop and Procreate and everything. Right. Yeah. Um, How long do you think it took you to find like your specific style since you I mean you obviously you have the consistency of um, kind of topic I guess you could say yeah Um, but how do you how long did it take you and what was that process like? I mean I've been doing art ever since I was little and really what made me want to focus on like one or two things or like one idea of a like style cohesively was I worked in an art gallery Um, in college I had an internship and what they try to hone you in even smaller um, when you're an artist who's represented by a gallery they want almost the same color palette each time the same imagery thing all the time right Mm -hmm. like if there was a painting like the one behind your head with the colors they would want the same colors just different sizes even like different same Mm -hmm. design maybe instead of the pink switch out for yellow for a certain client's home like that's the style of being a gallery represented artist Mm -hmm. and that would make me miserable um I really like doing different (laughs) things every time Mm -hmm. so I was like I really want to be able to do something different every time but I also like that like really repetitive nature and I really like focusing on what I really want to do and so I kind of sat down one day because it was actually 
really like serendipitous. Um, my boyfriend's older sister wanted to get into brand photography and she asked me if I'd be her guinea pig. And I had no idea that she was offering like this $600 plus thing <laughs> to me for free. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when she explained kind of what it was, I was like, oh, that sounds good. So should I print out some of my prints, like some digital stuff, some pictures, some like drawings I've done? And she was like, well, usually no. Like you kind of just pick a few things. <laughs> and I was not, like, yeah, yeah, I think it's time I really like pick a, a thing I'm good at. And right. mm-hmm. so that was like my first collection I did. And the whole first set of pictures was because of that. So those two things kind of came together with my experience working in the gallery mm-hmm. and when she offered this like huge you package to, to me choose. for free. Right. Yeah, I was like, right. I really think it's time if I want to do this seriously and see if I can make this work as a career, right. I figure out exactly what I'm best at. And faces have always like been my favorite thing to do. Just mm-hmm. like details, eyes, smiles, like everything like that. Anytime I could choose something to paint mm-hmm. in high school or even when I was younger, it was like getting a face down right, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. and then I really like doing flowers and trying different things and different designs. So I love that each time I get to do something, I might do something completely different. Like the outfits on the Sgt. Peppers have their own colors. Like everything's different each time. I have a million bottles of paint in my house, a million different like appliques to decide on. I mean, mm-hmm. the whole Stevie Nicks is like tiny little tattoo drawings that I did with like pen and ink on top of the paint. Mm-hmm. Like I, mm-hmm. and especially I do a lot of flowers because people love flowers. So yeah. it's really exciting to be able to do something, bring something different to each painting um, right. while still finding what I'm best at. Right. Yeah. And I feel like, I feel like from like an, when you have more of like an art background, it's almost harder to find like your style and your medium right. because then you're you're exposed to so many different styles right. and That's mediums. That's the beauty of doing so. any sorts of art class um, right. in high school and college is they want you to try different things. All like different one things, project yeah. I did in college was just same item, different design, like 15 ways to draw. Mm-hmm whatever Mm -hmm. uh, your shoe you know and so it's really exciting it's a fun way to like branch out that was um one of the reasons I found like I love I found that when I did that in high school like pen and ink was like my favorite thing to do those crisp Mm. like black lines Mm -hmm. on white paper so that's definitely still one of my favorite things to do is those finishing like black lines is like what makes the paintings always like sing like they just Mm -hmm. look so much better so I bring that in, but that's definitely not the only. I love using color and putting mm-hmm. things together. So I yeah. like that combination a lot. Definitely. Yeah. Um, okay, this is kind of changing the the um, combo a little bit, but um, I think one of the things that I associate you most with, especially um, being from Baton Rouge and not like knowing you in person and stuff, is you do so many like um, markets, like you know yeah like it's smaller pop-ups or like really big markets um and I think that's something that like intimidates people a lot um but kind of I guess what has been the process of you know establishing yourself in Baton Rouge and getting asked to be in those markets or putting yourself out there kind of like what's your experience taking your art in in person and selling it to people it's um stressful at first I would say before you know what you're really doing so I actually first applied not really understanding to like one of the biggest markets in Baton Rouge and got denied and I was so offended because I was like my paintings are good but it's (laughs) not about just the like quality of your work they want to have someone who is has a sense of like professionalism and knows how to do a setup yeah established has a whole set of things and so when I first applied and I didn't get it I wasn't super disheartened, but I was confused because I thought I was good enough to get in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I did a few smaller markets. I did one literally the weekend before COVID hit. Like that was the, <laughs> like I did two before COVID hit. And one of them was like the Monday before we got sent home from school. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I did those and me, I had done one in the fall um, at my parent, my mom's school. Actually, they had asked if any of the teachers wanted to do one like set up for this market they wanted to do. And I said, I, my mom asked me and I was like, I'll, I'll do it. And we didn't really mm-hmm. know what we were doing. We bought like thousands of plastic sleeves of random <laughs> sizes that I'll never use. Like six and a half by six and a half sleeves. Like I don't, there's no card that size. And we just yeah. didn't know, but we were so excited. Mm-hmm. And I, at that time I had like a few paintings and mini cards. Like I didn't even know what I had. I had like random things. It was everything from like digital butterflies 
to the sketch I used to make my like Dolly Parton painting now was in there as like a full design to this painting of a bee I'd done for my sister and I made into tiny cards. It was random, like mm-hmm. no consistency, not a bit. And then <laughs> over the pandemic was when I was able to do my whole series of doing the faces. And once I did that and did a practice setup and photographed it, I was able to prove to like these different markets that I had a consistent series of stuff. Mm-hmm. I had like a sense of professionalism. I knew what I would be able to handle. And yeah. um, that really made all the difference was just focusing on setting up yourself and projecting the image of like a professional, <laughs> right. no matter mm-hmm. what you are. Right. We always say like, fake it till you make it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like I always tell my mom that I'm like, you got to make it look like something really impressive. Like I got asked to yeah. interview for my school paper, like LSU. And I was so excited. And then I did the interview and they had interviewed 15 artists. Like just like literally I had a sentence yeah. and I was like, well, I'm still posting about it. And I posted the sentence, like the one they put of me <laughs> on my Instagram. Yeah. And I got like, and I don't have like a huge amount of followers. I have under 3000 followers and I got like 200 likes. People were like, my grandparents called me and I was like, this is <laughs> truly fake like that you know I was still proud I got asked but I thought it was an interview all about me like I thought it was a paper (laughs) about me they'd asked me to send in pictures I was so I thought it was all me and it was like an hour-long interview I was like why'd you get one sentence well that kind of makes it seem like I don't I don't think that that was your I know I think I was gaslighted yeah I was really, like, I got dressed up like this for it. Like, I was going to be photographed right. in it. And the right. girl was like, you know that TikTok of the lady who does the um, Zoom- boomer boss in my car? And she's, like, professional on the Zoom. And the boss is, like, <laughs> uh-huh. eating in the car. Uh-huh. And she's like, sorry, yeah. I have to pick up my chinchilla from gymnastics. That was it. Mm-hmm. The girl was like, sorry, I'm in my car. Um, I'm running late. And she was like on the phone and I was on Zoom sitting up straight because I was like, I don't know if she's taking a screenshot of me. And she was like driving. And I was like, like, this is, (laughs) I was like, I'm so confused. Do you ask me if I had any pictures? Like, yeah. So, you know, kind of doing that. Like if you, you kind of have to project the sense of professionalism you want to show people in your brand and like especially for like a lot of y'all's listeners are like me they're getting out there and they're like trying new things like every month or few months they're doing something completely different with their business and you Mm kind of almost have to you have to pretend and try not to feel like you're pretending you know like I was talking to like a real estate agent today about opening a place and I was like I'll tell you, but don't tell the other real estate agent. I have no idea what I'm talking about. You know, like, (laughs) like everything that you do right now is like a new endeavor. And so Mm -hmm. you kind of have to present like, you know, exactly what you're doing. Um, Yeah. Right. And that was one of the big things I found with like establishing myself locally. And also like people want to buy from the person behind the picture. I think we've all found Mm -hmm. that in our business. If you, it's really exhausting to run an Instagram for your art because people constantly want to see new and they kind of don't even notice it's new after a certain point. Mm -hmm. Like I will have been waiting to post like the picture of Billie Eilish. I was waiting to post it. I was like, I'm going to wait till her album drops. I posted it that day. I'm like, people are going to freak out. And it kind of like goes unnoticed a lot because they expect new all the time. I know both of y'all found that with like creating designs. Yeah. It'll wear you out. Our followers are like, expecting to see new things all the time mm-hmm. new is not- and they are from some people and it's just right. like you can't keep up yeah, yeah. and especially and new, like you I yeah. mean you're you're painting like I don't know if you right. have like a certain amount of time that you would say they take you usually but like it's not a, it's not a two it's hour not, operation it's, right it's not, it's a, not it's something not like I can wake up yeah. and figure yeah. out you know to paint something it usually mm-hmm. like yeah if I sit down and do one I could finish one painting in an entire day if I sat down that morning Right, started, and did it just didn't but stop. Probably already had an not, idea, you know? yeah. Like you right, like exactly I already came up do. with the idea, but mm-hmm. that's really just not how it works. And so yeah. now, like with social media being the way it is, like stuff is so in and out of our screens so fast that the expectation mm-hmm. is always to be seeing something new, and that's just right. not sustainable for artists. And then, like the people that are taking in that content don't even like appreciate it really they're just right. more like i need something and new all right i'm going to look at it all right bye right and your so. followers like love you but i mean one of the biggest right. things is like people buy from artists because they care about 
the message and the values a lot behind the brand. They like mm-hmm. people showing them genuinely. I think that's something that our generation is a lot better than than like people who are 30 plus on Instagram. They think that their mm-hmm. work should speak for itself. And people our yes. age um, know that people want to see you with the work. They want to see you Absolutely going out right. and doing something new. I mean, I posted pictures. I thought it would just be fun that I posted pictures at the National Portrait Gallery as like a fun thing when I went to DC in May on my art Instagram and people got a huge kick out of it. Just like that. Yeah. I was traveling and I was watch- looking at art while traveling. Cause obviously that would be something I'd want to do in DC. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like people don't, people really like to see the life and the lifestyle. And that's yeah. what obviously and like the behind makes the a scenes lot. as well. Mm-hmm. Right. People really care about the behind the scenes, seeing the process, seeing the lifestyle behind the artist. And mm-hmm. that also like goes into, I know both of y'all have started doing a little bit more of influencer artist, influencer yep. designer mm-hmm. with like the lines y'all are putting out. And mm-hmm. that's definitely where I am too of like, yeah, I have to get over that because I think I am not that person, but people really want, <laughs> <It's hard. laughs> Yeah, yeah I know. Hard. And I love the idea of it, but I just, you know, it's hard to put yourself out there every day when you know you might be embarrassing yeah. yourself. But um, yeah. that's really what people actually care about. And you can't always post a picture of yourself because then they'd get bored of that too. Exactly. But um, <laughs> like planning things like branding photo shoots and mm-hmm. having someone else take that picture of you that shows off how proud you are of your work makes the biggest difference in the world about yep. people yeah. engaging with your work. And taking it seriously as well. Yeah, for sure. Right. Like, I'm sure yeah. you all know, it's just, it's hard when you don't have those pictures of yourself with your work, especially for, like, mm-hmm. digital stuff. It's not mm-hmm. easy yeah, to so do. Hard. Yeah, um, and I think something that um, I've struggled with at, like, pop-ups and stuff and that a lot of people struggle with is, like, you get in person and, like, being able to, like, or not even being yes. able to, but kind of having to, like, talk about your art. Um, so do you have any, like, tips surrounding that? I know people can be, like, insecure or, like, not really know. Like, my first pop-up, somebody came up to me and they were like, who are you? I was like, what? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> like, right. Like, that just, happens to me stressful. all the time. Yeah. So, so one of the things I actually do is I, like, usually will hire someone to work the register. Um mm-hmm. And whether that be, like, I'll pay a friend to do it or mm-hmm. a girl who I went – who's in the high school I went to, like someone younger. Cause honestly, yeah. usually mm-hmm. it's, I've got to find someone who will be free on a Saturday night. Um, <laughs> and I'll have them work the register so I can stand outside of it. Cause I, most of my big pop-ups are, you know, 10 by 10 tents. Mm-hmm. And so I'll be able to walk around and talk to people because, um, engaging in your like local community is so important because there's people there who already care about you and want to share your work and want to show yeah. you off on social media. Mm-hmm. And when I'm able to actually like talk to people and talk about my work and engage with them, I have so many better sales. And it's not even just that I'm not frazzled from trying to check out. It's that people want to like engage directly with you and hear about mm-hmm. your work. They want to hear like, why did I pick a yellow background for the Beatles? You know, like they, that's the kind yeah. of stories people like hearing about the work mm-hmm. they buy. Because if not, they would just, you know download something from Pinterest and print it and not right. care if they paid for it. They right, If they are going out to one of these markets, there's someone who wants to like engage with their community and be part of like the experience of buying the art, not right. just mm-hmm. Venmoing you walking away. And right. that's hard and to that's get just over. Transactional. Yeah. Right. You have to make yeah. it less transactional and almost like take the money part out of it. Totally. You have to talk to them about Well, like, that's also just like marketing. Like, right. it's and really like, just that's what kind of want. selling, like, almost the experience instead of just the product. Right. Yeah. You want to have, like, I like a lot more of, like, an experiential, like, um, value-based, like, marketing of, like, being mm-hmm. interested. Like, at markets, I remember one time I, like, stopped. This lady was looking at the prints, and I just, like, I was asking her what she was buying them for. And she told me she had a six-week six baby girl at home who mm-hmm. they had named, I think it was, like, it was something it was elizabeth and i was like oh little queen like you know i mm-hmm. thought that was funny like little queen and she was like we named her after the queen and i was like oh my gosh that's so cute and she was like saying that she wanted to do four prints but she didn't know which four and i was like well actually i have four royals what about if we did this and like oh. i pulled them out physically and pulled out marie antoinette queen elizabeth princess diana and cleopatra and seeing them mm-hmm. all together 
and she was like, oh my gosh, I'll take all four. I was just going to yeah. get the Queen Elizabeth. And the Queen Elizabeth was actually one I don't even put out at shows because it's not super popular, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it's something I wanted to make, so I made it. Um, mm-hmm. And the Cleopatra, really. So <laughs> yeah. So the other two are like, Princess Diana, yeah, she's a top seller. Every single yeah. market, someone, someone mm-hmm. needs it. But, um, like, engaging with the people and asking them why they're creating it mm-hmm. and, like, talking to them. They also love the idea that an artist helped them set it up. Like, people yes. will come up to me all the time and say, I'm going to get six. Which six? Like, just mm-hmm. – and I'm like, there's so many options, actually. <laughs> That's, I'm like, okay, well, let's talk about, like, what you like. And I'll ask him, like, yeah. what was your dad's favorite artist? Like, you know, a lot of people like to pick something that, like, they have, like, a story connection to, which is really fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that always and makes I- me happy. I feel like that's such a good point is that like you when you're talking to somebody in a genuine way like when you're interacting with your customers at your pop-up in a genuine way it gives you that sales opportunity that you wouldn't have had if you hadn't been interacting with them right oh the pop-ups have been my number one like genuine marketing tool like Mm -hmm. doing giveaways always will boost me a few followers um but honestly like just not as many because there's so many giveaways. It's a really saturated thing online all the time. I'm sure both of y'all know. Like, me and Katie did a giveaway together once, and we both were yeah. like, that was fine. Um, like, <laughs> could, have, could have been better. Yeah. We were like, oh, that's cool. I did one recently where I gave away an original painting, and I was like, I got I got 70 new followers. That's a, yeah. that's not bad, but yeah. are all these people genuinely interested in my work? I gave away an original painting. Yeah, that's a big deal. 70 new, like yeah. it's, you know, and so when I go to these markets, a big thing, people who go there know you want them to show off your work. I have like the mm-hmm. bags with my name on it and the big pink ribbon. Mm-hmm. People see that. And then a lot of them will just that night, they'll post it on Instagram, mm-hmm. post even that they got like two stickers, $8, and I'll get like three people who follow me after yeah. they make that post. Totally. And, and those are we people all that are in the community. Try. Like those are people that live in Baton Rouge right. too. So then that's people right. who next time you're at a pop-up are going to be like, oh, I saw her on Instagram. I want to yep. go see her. Like it's mm-hmm. all right. like, yeah. And also just like having that like commonality of like locality. I think like. Yeah. Right. Like, I follow, I follow Vermont accounts that I would never follow normally. Like, I don't yeah. really care about some of these, like, <laughs> objectively, I don't care about the product. Yeah. But, like, I, you yeah, know, right. follow them because they're from Vermont, so. Mm-hmm. Right, like, I have a Louis Armstrong painting that is one of my personal favorites, but it mm-hmm. constantly sells out. Like, every time, every few months, like, whereas mm-hmm. I've probably never ordered a second set of, like, I'm trying to think who's, like, just. Like, the Coco Chanel is beautiful. I love what I did there. When I ordered my first set of prints, I probably will wait, like, another year before I have to order more. Because mm-hmm, I get, like, yeah. one or two a market. I consistently mm-hmm. have to order hundreds of the Louis Armstrongs at a time. Because mm-hmm. people yeah. buy it for their out-of-state family who right. is from mm-hmm. Louisiana but moved. Or people buy tourist. it. Right, they're a tourist and they love Louis Armstrong and they've always wanted to come here. And so that one is constantly, like, always selling yeah. out consistently. I just got, I made mugs actually that are coming in for Christmas. I'll pull it out. Oh, it's right cute. down my desk. Oh my they gosh, I love that. Released anywhere. Actually, I haven't even photographed them. The mugs <laughs> oh I made God. for Christmas. And That's well, so it's cute. Oh, it's mirrored. Cute. But what a wonderful world. And it's got kind of like an Art Deco font, like up there. I love and, that. Um, it's got the black inside. It comes with a little... It'll be a ribbon around it, but... Um, <laughs> I ordered the Dolly Parton and the Louis Armstrong are always my top sellers. But yeah, so I ordered cute. those in mugs for Christmas, and mm-hmm. I already have... Anyone who's come over to the studio is like, I'm buying 10. Like, I want to get 10 yeah. and give them to all my family members. Well, that's yeah. Oh, a Chris, yeah, Christmas gift. I didn't oh, know yeah. about that. Well, Christmas is coming easy. so fast. <laughs> the markets yeah, oh for God, Christmas are insane like every yeah. market I do for Christmas someone comes up to me and they're like what does my mom want and I'm like no I know but it's such <laughs> an know. easy like I don't know her personalized like kind of gift because you're not like for like with all of your work you're not paying 
like unless you're commissioning something you have so many options that like it's not like somebody's paying you you know a commission price but they're still getting something right that's personalized to the person that they love because like oh you got right. me a, um like a billy you know billy eilish is my favorite like it's personalized right. but it's not mm-hmm. you know so i think that's a really really powerful um take that you've made but um and i know you and i've talked about like you don't do a lot of like commissions of just like paint my mom um but right. you found a way i try to, to stay very small on them yeah, and you've but you which found a way good. to still make it personal, which I think is a really really smart move. Where you're not making it so personal that like one person wants to buy it, but you're still right, making right. it personal enough. So, and my but new series that's really coming out this fall, I my goal with it was like I'm a very like female centered person. I'm very feminine. I went to an all girls mm-hmm. school. Like that's always mm-hmm. going to be a part of me. And I paint more girls than boys because honestly, more fun. gotta be honest yeah it is (laughs) um so my new series that I'm coming out with this fall I made like a really concerted effort to bring in different age groups different types of Mm, clients like I'm gonna Mm. have everyone from like Elvis to Johnny Cash like you know Mm. I need something for my grandpa I need something for my friend just Mm. a much more right like I wanted a very different diversifying your market right and even if I know it might not be like the top seller I wanted (laughs) to show off the values that I have about Mm -hmm. people that I admire so like I have Selena I know I love Selena not Gomez you know the original Selena (laughs) um (laughs) and like one of my best friends loves Selena and I'm like okay is it gonna sell the first night probably not but is it important to me that I show off that I love that this like Latina artist was able to become like a pop sensation in America like that's kind of why I chose to do this series um now and show off like different parts of my work and that's also been a crazy thing because I'm very used to markets but I'm doing my own show for the first time and um wow I am (laughs) I am nervous I had my meeting actually this morning um to finalize the location for it and so planning a that's another thing that um, really has helped my business is like now with how much is on social media, I had done two or th- I had done three releases where the release was I'm releasing the pieces online on Instagram and they're going to be up on my website mm-hmm. and the pictures kind of come and go. And I use one of me because I know I use a picture that I'm in because I know those are more popular. I'll get maybe like double the likes I usually get triple or quadruple. And the sales felt like they were still just kind of normal. Like the the paintings yeah. I might get, I usually like the day of would get like three paintings sold, but I never would like sell all of them. And I would get like a few print sales, but sometimes I wouldn't release the prints till days later. Yeah. So this time I decided, and you know, now that COVID is relaxing, mm-hmm. fingers crossed, yeah. I decided <laughs> for my next series, I really wanted to do an event like a thing that That's people awesome. would go to make a night night out of it invite your friends or a date night so it's going to be on black friday which is like the biggest shopping day i'm going to have Very my prints smart. at a special price for just one night um i'm possibly going to invite some other vendors who want to sell that night in the location. I have a location that's owned by another like young female entrepreneur who's from Baton mm-hmm. Rouge. Her name is Madeline Schmidt, and she went to high school with me, and she's opening a place nearby. And it's very feminine, the whole place. We're going yeah. to um, paint one of the walls pink on Saturday. I told her <laughs> I would help her get it all set up because I was like, I want it here. And she was like, I want you to do it here. And I was yeah. like, are you ready? And she was like, no, I am not ready. Um, So (laughs) we're having this huge event and I'm going to have like over 20 pieces available. So I put a lot of, I'm so excited. I didn't know. Yes. It's over. Well, I'm going to, I was going to invite you. I'm working on invitations right now for people. Um, I guess you would say like exclusive invitees. I'm going to have posters that I'm going to ship. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm going to ship. I was designing a poster this morning. Um, and I'm going to ship it to people's houses and it'll be a poster that you might want to actually put on your wall, you know, so it'll be like Mm -hmm. a little eight and a half by 11 poster so I can reproduce a bunch of them. Mm -hmm. And so I'm going to send those out to the VIP clients to like post about, they will be for free that night. So everyone can have a poster and then I'm going to have some other stuff that's free that night that you can just come like there'll be free gifts. I'm working on the liquor license for doing free drinks, which would be fun. Oh, um, wow. thought of it all. This is awesome. It's going to be very <laughs> cool. I'm working on possibly, I'm trying to figure out for entertainment, like music. So 
that's like the next few weeks. It's on, like I said, and doing a big thing on Black Friday. Because last year for Black Friday, I had a great sale. I did buy two, get one free. That always does well with me. That's always when I get the most sales. I did yeah. one for Black Friday and then one for, um, I love doing it for Women's History Month and saying all my female paintings are on sale. I'm like, it's yeah. everyone but Harry Styles and Louis Armstrong. That's the only boys. <laughs> These are the only men I know. Like, yeah. Louis Armstrong <laughs> These and These are the only Styles. men that matter to me at this point. Right. So it's like really so few yeah. men. So I'm like, yeah, the yeah. bar is like on the floor for I Women's know. History Month for me. You know, like it's <laughs> all women. Um, but yeah, so I'm going to have special prices. So if you wanted to come and be like, okay, this is what I'm getting my dad. This is what I'm getting my mom. Mm -hmm. This is what I'm getting my aunt. This is what I'm getting my cousin. You can get like everything for your family in one night. And for the first time, all the prints are going to be ready the day of the launch. Cause I always end up scrambling for launches. I've been listening to like the Jenna Kutcher podcast. I don't know if y'all listen to her much. Yeah. Yeah. I love her. And she was Mm -hmm. talking about, she was like, give yourself three months for a launch. And I was like six. (laughs) So (laughs) this has been like being planned for months. And um, I had the opportunity to do this new location. And so I, the plan kind of changed, but I still have Mm -hmm. over a month, but I'm really excited. Um, Yeah. It's going to be a cool night. And I think it's amazing. Yeah. It's really important to get out there post COVID because so many people are ready to live their lives not online that Absolutely. just doing things online kind of doesn't cut it anymore for getting mm-hmm. out there. And I definitely didn't take advantage of Instagram during lockdown the way that I know both of y'all were like grinding and working so hard. <laughs> I was grinding and working hard on like uh, my preliminary. It was like a pre intermediate accounting. I don't know. It was some accounting class I was working constantly on because it got harder during COVID and Girl, so I put I it off and I just wish I, yeah, I hear you talk about accounting on the podcast every yeah. Monday and I'm like, it couldn't yeah. be me anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I do love accounting actually. That's my, my one regret of college is not majoring in accounting. Um, I really liked it, but um, don't really miss it as much. Yeah, you know? no, I understood. By the end of the class, I was like, I actually like this, but don't want to have to yeah. do my second accounting class. I feel like the thing about math right. is that like once you figure it out, you're like, I am actually so smart because like there's a solution yep. and you're like, I've got it. And right. It's and over. it's something that like <laughs> you don't, I never realized how many hats I need to wear for my business until I started oh, this. Yeah. I thought if I was just doing, picking the printing and doing the prints and cutting the prints, I was like yep. killing it on doing everything for myself. And now that I'm here, I'm like, I am my own PR. I'm my own real estate agent. <laughs> I'm my own marketing department. <laughs> yes. I run the emails. I yeah. I was cracking up. I always use like we, like Corby Gallery. We're, we're <laughs> so too. excited. I'm, I'm like, like, it's me and me. my free servant, my mom. <laughs> Literally. Um, <laughs> who does, she really loves painting. So she paints the flat like color of the background. And she <laughs> will tell you, I painted that and like. So she did the plain oh yellow, like, and she's like, it's my work. She's, I did she's it. like, I, I, I'm so proud of my work. I love that. So uh, that's the I, we. Yeah. I love, I love the um, idea of like having an event. Um, and I think what you've done really, really well that I commend you for is like, you know, the, the way that your products sell best. Like you, like you said, like you realize markets, like getting to talk to people, get it, people being able to like grab the right. prints with their hands and arrange them like, Oh, this is how it's going to look on my wall. Or that's how these look together. Right. Um, and exactly. I think like, yeah. And I think you know that so well. And that's why like an event like that is so worth your time and money because that's the kind of thing where people are going to get in there and see, especially like I've seen your pieces in person and I'm seeing them on zoom right now. and like, doesn't yeah. even care. Like, seeing right person, it, that's the other all, thing with online yeah it's they're just shiny and they're the colors and everything person. yeah and so I think it's super smart to think about marketing that way because like you know not everybody would benefit from having a big old event but definitely right you would so I think that that's it's a really lot of work smart. but it definitely is something now that like we're out of the like at least the deepness of COVID like people want to interact they want to do oh, things yeah. that they might have said no to two years ago and said I'm bored and that's something like hopefully it won't change you know what I mean hopefully we won't go back into anything harder but now especially in South Louisiana like different parts of the country have different rules going on right now and different like Mm -hmm. social mores that they are kind of navigating like I totally Mm -hmm. understand I have a one of my best friends is living in DC and it's like you wear a mask if you walk outside your front door whereas here you might you might wear a mask. Some people are wearing masks. <laughs> you might wear a mask anywhere. Like you're not. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just really, different. Really and yeah. so doing the markets, but the other part of the markets is you are sharing the clients with so many different other vendors. Oh, yeah. They are, they try to keep a consistent basis of only a certain amount of jewelers, a certain amount mm-hmm. of ceramicists, a certain amount of like anything that could be out there. They try to yeah. keep it different. And I will say there's mm-hmm. no one who's doing faces. Um, so it's just me. So that's great. There's one guy who yeah. does finger puppets. Um, that's not really the same thing. <laughs> no. <laughs> when I go to markets, like, there's no one who's quite doing what I'm doing. But there are mm-hmm. other, like, young female artists. And so mm-hmm. also differentiating yourself and doing one where you plan it yourself is super um, stressful. I know, like, me and Katie planned one last Christmas with Gosh. two of our other friends. Yeah. And they went really well. But mm-hmm. we had to get the clientele there. Mm-hmm. Um and we basically just posted about it and it went pretty well because we all had mm-hmm. different people we knew from the city come and want to support us and bring random people and people knew they could come that day and look at the different options, not just online. So I've been planning this bigger one and starting this big marketing push for the next few weeks and finishing up the last of the paintings. And so hopefully it pays off of, you know, just getting my name out there and getting people talking about this thing Cora's doing. And they might think it sounds stupid, but I don't know. I think it'll go well. <laughs> yeah, I it think it sounds that's great, amazing. I know, it really does. I'm yeah, excited. I'm excited. So we planned, I think this episode's going to come out like two weeks before it or something. Maybe yeah. the week of? I can't really remember, actually. But I have a lot of things coming out um, that I'm planning on doing with bringing like different free little miniature prints out to locations in the back. It's going to have the Mm -hmm. information. Like I said, I'm going to have like a event poster that I'm going to send out for free to people. So hopefully, um, I mean, like I know the biggest thing is like when someone sends you stuff, like I try to be really cognizant, like when I bought stickers from Alexis's Etsy and like the coffee, um, container from you like putting it mm-hmm. on your instagram like that mm-hmm. one second little picture it helps is, like yeah it's just yeah. like so important to like yep respect the time and effort that goes into even like shipping something out because i mean like we all are our own shippers and, like most right. of us Doing i mean some people do everything. drop shipping but most of us have to stop our day to go out and figure out which stickers someone ordered like even yeah. those little things that are like an $8 order takes time out of your day and Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. is done completely by the artist and almost, I mean like no one else does my shipping. So if there's something wrong, (laughs) HR is contacting (laughs) HR, which is me is contacting me to tell me I messed up. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, it's kind of, that's the way of the, the project, but it's really fun. That's amazing. Something that, something um, that I've been like thinking, well, (laughs) Um, she is so something that I've, <laughs> Sorry. Uh, that I've been thinking while you were talking is just like, I think overall I can see, and this me this is a this is a compliment a compliment, but um just like a confidence, and I think that that is such a great like marketing Absolutely. tool in person and online, like just showing right. up um with like a presence, whether that would be in the digital space or not right and that's so hard with your art because like it's so personal everything you put out there you were proud to put it on instagram so like i kind of made a post about this like but you know when i put a painting up and i get like 90 likes and i'm disappointed because it's a new painting i thought Mm -hmm. about it i posted it that's like really hard for an artist but it's still 90 people who sat there and liked it and you don't untold amount of people who saw it and just exactly don't like a lot of pictures so it's Mm -hmm. hard to stay confident in your work but that's one of the also the good things about when you're creating new things all the time and getting excited about new things whether it be like mugs or the new painting i'm gonna put in this new place you're proud of the ideas you have and that's what like kind of keeps me going because if not it's really fatiguing um Mm -hmm. to constantly be like putting yourself out there not knowing how an event's gonna go I mean each market is completely different it has its own set of challenges I mean one time we got out there and it was a torrential downpour and I was like I'm never doing one again like never (laughs) never yeah I'm online from now on I'm going to be the artist formerly known as Corby Gallery is what I was going to be (laughs) but I was like you know what I really need to like kind of man up and this is one bad market check the weather next time and <laughs> right. figure out the right thing to do because right. it's 
like you have to be confident in your work and it's hard but you have to make stuff you're proud of or you're never gonna talk about it and post about it but one of the things that keeps like confidence up for me definitely is like innovating like always something new and different to be able to talk about and new exciting things because I'm very like organized brain but I Mm -hmm. love creative thinking if that makes sense which are just they seem very different but like I love the organization of planning and hitting milestones (laughs) and yeah like making the project and you know checking off the boxes in my head of this is what the series yeah like I love tracking things hitting my goals keeping things in order having processes that I follow through on with each client to make sure they're satisfied but I also love those moments of just like inspiration of Mm -hmm. when it all comes together like last week when or it was a few weeks ago I just decided I was going to add share to the list I honestly I had thought it I picked a picture and then I said, I don't think anyone really cares about share anymore. And then the Sean Mendez thing of it's giving share went viral and yeah. I painted it in a day. I was mm-hmm. like, it's happening. I have to. Yeah. And I started mm-hmm. painting it without the background. And then I had a packet of, I'll pull it down, mm-hmm. these jewels with like these colors. Mm-hmm. And it just inspired me. And like that moment, I was like, light yellow with these jewels is so share. Like it's just yeah. fun and different <laughs> and bright. I heard though, um, I heard that Alexis really likes share. <laughs> Alexis has a share <laughs> We were in yeah, the car. Yeah, I heard. I'm not doing it. I heard <laughs> this um, when I was so visiting. That's... Yeah, I was visiting Alexis and she was like, Do you want to hear my share impression? I was like, What? <laughs> I guess. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Can you do Sometimes. it just a little? No. <laughs> She'll only do it if That's a song's playing. Maybe one day. Yeah, I can only maybe do it day. if the song's playing, and definitely not while it is being recorded. Because I'm maybe. absolutely not. I'm just having an insane moment with my dog, you guys. I apologize. Sit. It's okay. Oh, it's totally fine. She's actually um, so bored. Yeah, we should, Katie we should probably like, hit the random questions, shouldn't we? Yeah. Yeah. Before should. my dog breaks down my door. Um, okay. Okay. So the first one is favorite art piece you've ever made. Cora, I know you have your sitting next to you. Yeah, I actually pulled it out because they mentioned it before. <laughs> and I made one last week that I didn't put on the wall because it's not very, like, bright and poppy the way most of mine are. But it has been my favorite one. I did a Johnny Cash because my dad requested it. Mm-hmm. And it's really cool. Wow. Like, he's really close to y'all, I know. Oh, and wow. I don't promote yeah. smoking, but um, <laughs> the cigarette... <laughs> Is very, no, me and my parents keep joking about it. We're like, does the cigarette make him look cooler? It does. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sadly. Because like, we almost <laughs> took it out because I don't approve of cigarettes. Um, but it just came out cool. I love and like, that. Yeah. I've gotten really into, I've always drawn like women, like I said. And so doing a mm-hmm. guy that comes out. It's a little really, different. And the like fine lines and wrinkles and the different, just like little brush strokes just made me really proud. The Billie Eilish was my other favorite. She has this like, peachy mauvey like natural new look to all of her styles because i had done mm-hmm. a billy eilish before and it was like a good seller but it wasn't like a top seller and it was the green mm-hmm. and the black and yeah yeah it wasn't really my style but i loved billy eilish and i did it for my little sister and i presented it like it was on sale and then i said sold it was given <laughs> to my sister um yeah but the new bit. style she has has these like really saturated like beautiful colors in it so these are like my two yeah, favorites right one. now. And it's mm-hmm. got like the peach so and the pink. Yeah. yeah. And like the wistful look. So both of these, I left no designs on the backgrounds. Mm-hmm. There's nothing on my wall anymore. Um, <laughs> I left the designs in the backgrounds plain because after I finished it, I was like, I can't add. Yeah. Can't add. This is perfect mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. So those are like my two favorites at the moment. But I don't know. Okay. Everyone that I do when I get in like the zone and a painting comes out perfect the first time it just feels so good like some paintings are just like that like like the Beatles took me forever the the colors were some of the paints weren't like really um opaque you know they were like really transparent so I had to layer them a bunch and mm-hmm. each of their faces the pictures were so old that it was hard to get details yeah they drove me a little <laughs> nuts but I love the Beatles, so I was like, I'm not quitting at this point, too. I'm too deep in. <laughs> yeah, right. But then, like, the Olivia Rodrigo, I did the whole portrait in, like, two hours. Like, it went 
so fast. And so mm-hmm. yeah. I just like when I'm in that – any painting that so, comes out easily too and I'm in that yeah, place, totally. I like more because it it's was a really a good nice experience. feeling. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Right, Definitely. exactly. Alexis, what's um, your favorite? I would say the one behind me, but if you go to my Instagram from like a while ago, I repainted it. Um, I kind of yeah. hated this painting before. Oh, really? Um, yeah. Cause I this never was, noticed that. Yeah, I guess was, y'all started filming with it behind you like recently. Yeah, it's always been the yes. same one. Yeah. Okay. Yes, it's always so been the I same one, but it. no. Um, but I, it was like much darker and it was for a final for in college for one of my painting classes. And I intended for it to end up looking more like this. But then I ran out of time because it was like I was letting it was I was doing it like layer by layer and it was like took I can so tell long. that thing looks like one of those paintings where if they x-rayed it, it'd be like an inch <laughs> thick, you know, yeah, literally. Yeah, literally. Yeah. And so um, I was like, I, I don't have any more time. I have, just have to like pretend that this was my intended thing. But then it was <laughs> the end of the semester because it was my final and so then I had to bring it home, and I was just like, whatever. And I just threw it up on my wall and was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that. That was what it was supposed to be. And I would always look at it and be like, that's so ugly. Yeah. Um, so I just ended up – and this is, like, nailed to my wall. So I ended up painting it on my wall. Oh, um, and I it did was not a, know that. That's Yeah, really and it was a really, like, <laughs> yeah. fun experience. So, yeah, I love this painting. Love that. Uh, Katie, what about you? Um, y'all know I've only done, like, digital art. I mean, I painted this, but the- – it's not. I love that one. The I love that one, fun. actually, though. Yeah, it's literally the only thing I've ever painted. Well, that's a <laughs> lie, but it's the only thing that's ever made it anywhere that I painted. Um, but my favorite thing I've done digitally is my Ditcher Comfort Zone one. I don't know. Just, like, I love that one. I loved when you were doing the, like, newsprint style. I know. Like, I loved when I was doing any style, motif. guys. I've just been, like, losing my <laughs> mind recently, just, like, trying to get my grad degree and have my job. Um, but yeah, that was it's hard. Like motivation can be hard because I like painting when I'm in the creative zone, and yeah. so when I'm not, yeah, I don't force when you painting. have, yeah, exactly, it, yeah, right. Like I, I can fun. force like getting my prints together, editing photos, yeah, yeah, taking photos. I can force like doing yes. my accounting stuff, but like you cannot force painting. No, like can't. if I'm in a bad mood, I just start cleaning or something. Cause yeah. If I maybe it'll be like if you stop cleaning you can start painting but you can't force like that creative mindset and so like I know yeah. both of y'all have talked like a lot on this podcast like really inspiring about like coming out of those slumps and getting mm-hmm. back into them like you know that's the life of an artist like normal people yeah. don't really because it's so personal like I said like it really is great is like putting it a is. little bit of yourself out into the world for yeah. judgment all yeah. the time yeah. Like, yeah. normal careers don't do that. Normal exactly. careers don't judge the, <laughs> like, excellence that you did this project with or this research with. And, like, mm-hmm. that's definitely something yes, I've come to things. realize. Absolutely. Yeah, it's a super public way to express yourself. And so yeah. I definitely say wait until you're ready. And then when you feel good, ride that wave. Because that's what yeah. I do. Like, today when I was meeting with the um, owner of the place that I'm going to, I was, like, we were talking about I was gonna do three pieces for her place to be on sale and then I was like wait that spot is perfect for a 30 a 48 by 60 painting which is massive like it's taller than me like it's larger than me and I was like I think I have one at home I'll go home and paint it and she was like when is it when and I was like I'll go home and paint it now I will (laughs) if it's at home I'm going home and I'm pulling out a bottle of paint because I was Uh like I want it up like, I yeah. have an idea of doing right. this huge voo. That's such a nice flies. feeling to, like, Ooh. have that. Yeah. You know, and I was like, if it is at my house, that's what <laughs> I'm doing It is over this for the canvas. Yeah. yeah. I was like, <laughs> I'm riding the high. I don't yeah. care. Because it's not like I didn't have anything on my list until this this interview. And then I'm going back to painting afterward because that's that. the day. That's my days. And I was like, if the canvas is at my house, I'm doing it. But I went and looked. And it's a – the canvas I was thinking of is 46. 48 by 36 and I want bigger so I was like no we're going to (laughs) Michael's tomorrow I have a 20% off coupon they emailed me I just need someone with a truck because my car will not fit this size canvas yeah yeah and it's going down in time but it'll be up for like November 6th but exciting if it had been here today I would have been like knee deep in the paint (laughs) love that um okay so then of course because you paint a lot of celebrities and people that inspire you our last random question is who's your favorite celebrity right now so Cora you can 
can start start us off okay so who i've been wanting to paint really bad is meryl streep Ooh, but I'm I like, is it just me who Street. would want that up on no. the wall? Well, in my I know Hayden would. <laughs> I would want that. Because a lot of times I'll just do my favorites. Like I did the Dolly in my first set of paintings because I love Dolly Parton. I've always yeah. loved Dolly Parton. Two Doors Down was like my anthem. Yeah. Um, for years, like my friends used to make fun of me because I'm like, it's a good song. And then Dolly got really, really popular in the past few years. And I'm like, it's still a good song. I'm not gatekeeping Dolly Parton. Everyone should love it. Yes. So I did that one. And people, I thought no one would care about it. And I, so I made it really small and it's like one of my famous, like most popular pieces. So I'm like, would the people feel the same way about Meryl Streep? Like if I did a Meryl Streep portrait. I vote yes for Meryl. A thousand percent. I love Meryl Streep. There's like an Instagram I adore called like Meryl Streep collages. And literally just like once every few days they post one. And it's like Meryl Streep on like sitting on a macaroon if she's wearing an orange dress, they mm-hmm. put the macaroon in pink, and then the background's pink, and it's, like, mm-hmm. fun and funky. Like, every one of them is so fun, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I want to be here. I yeah. want to <laughs> live in this picture. They came yes. out with keychains, and I was on the computer, and they sold out. I was like, <laughs> like I wanted them so me? bad. I love that. So, and that's part of the fun. Like, my next series, I've been toying with what my next series should be, because I'm always, like, thinking of the next thing. That's, like, mm-hmm. like my greatest downfall and like my best quality is like the next series of what I should do and I'm like going between like female icons and doing kind of a goddesses like mythic kind of thing Mm -hmm. that would be really like imagery based more than like flowers in the background because this person's favorite flower was this like doing stuff that's like kind of like storytelling in the yeah meaning meaningful kind of right like artemis with stags and you know i I was a history major and um specifically i got like my um double major in classics and so like that was Mm -hmm. really what got me was i was seeing these pictures and i was like that's what Artemis would look like this is this would be so cool and so i'm kind of toying with that idea so I think it's going to come down to what I want to do for the next one. Yeah. Because um, this one, it was all people I was inspired by, but it was definitely to, like, get different audiences interested Market. in Market. But the next one, I think I might just go niche and do something like Yeah, that. definitely. I think especially when you bring in, like, what you care about, it shows. So. Yeah. Right. Okay. And, like, I, that's why I'm, like, there. I've never really said no I haven't had to say no, but there are people out there that I'm like, I would not want to paint them. And I haven't had to say no to anyone because I think the clients who like my work, like, agree with my, like, sensibilities, I guess. I yeah. yeah. Um, like, there, but there are people I'm like, this is a no list. Like, I would just say I'm not comfortable, <laughs> no, you know? Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, the next thing, I think it's just going to come down to, like, what I'm interested in, but it might just be a Meryl Streep painting I do on my own. The other one my sister keeps begging me to do is Betty White because she's like, the day she <laughs> I dies. I love Betty yeah. White. Oh Your God. painting could go viral if she dies. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, Literally. Ella, that's really morbid. It's really dark. I'll, I'll add it to the true. list, but that's really dark. <laughs> yeah. But I, and I yeah. love Betty White. She's so funny. Her giant wine glasses are so kooky. Like, yes. So those are like my two people I I'm I'm love I adore I'm going to cry when they die yeah but who would want the painting like <laughs> I, I, I think there's, that. there's a market um Alexis who is your favorite celebrity right now do mm, okay I'm not answering can you, that. <laughs> can you give us like, somebody else can you give us somebody else I don't want um, I don't want what why did I forget his name do the people do the people why no she, no? I send you. Why did I forget his name? I'm going to say Tom, Tom Holland. Felton. Yeah, it's not Tom Holland. <laughs> um, no, we're not, we're not Tom Felton, right? Is yeah. that what you said? Yes. Yeah. I was obsessed with Tom Felton. Um. He's old. Oh yeah. If you've listened to one episode of the podcast, you've heard Tom <laughs> Felton's name. Yeah. The way I just mm-hmm. forgot his name, Alex is probably going to like defriend me later. Anyway. Um, okay. I send her. I send Katie my like his Instagram posts. <laughs> And she's like, I don't know why. You're... She's like deaf ears. Like I don't <laughs> care. Yeah, why? Are you okay. Well, is this? that all you have, Alexis? Is that? Is that um. That? Yeah. Great. Okay. Well, mine is also <laughs> the predictable one. Um, only Styles. because my concert is in one week from today. Harry Styles. Yes. Yeah. Um, Where are you going to see him? I'm going to see him in Atlanta the first night of the tour. <gasps> no way. So, yeah. 
I'm very excited. Oh my excited. gosh, that's so exciting. I know. Can't wait. Okay, Cora, do you want to go ahead and tell everybody where they can find you, your website, your Instagram, TikTok, all that good stuff? Yeah, so my name on everything is Cora B gallery i had to change it because my last name's hard to spell i used to be a whole different brand yeah (laughs) so it makes it really easy to search not a lot of spelling but corabgallery.com um you can always email me at artwork at corabgallery for any like inquiries Mm -hmm. um and then all of my socials are corabgallery um so it's really i think cora.b.gallery is actually all my socials because it looks nicer but if you search corabgallery it comes up and yep. um, I have a code for when this launches for my Ooh. new series for mm-hmm. 15% off. So if anyone saw a print or a piece that they're interested in for Christmas, um, you can use the code CYA15 for 15% off your purchase, which is super exciting. Love that. And we'll have Love everything it. linked in the show notes um, for you guys to access. But thank you guys for listening. Be sure to leave us a rating and review on wherever you listen to your podcasts and subscribe to keep up with our weekly episodes. And then follow us on TikTok at Check Your Aesthetic and over on Instagram at Check Your Aesthetic Podcast and our personal accounts, Katie Creative Co. and Alexis Adams.co and Cora B Gallery. And we will talk to you next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.